Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, guys, I need to talk about something that is happening in New York City. And it might be happening all over the country. I can only speak for New York because I live here and this is where I do my grocery shopping. They passed a law that stores can no longer give out plastic bags, which is a great law. Okay, it's a great law. It is good for the environment, which we are all trying to save. But there's one problem. New York City is a walking city and people don't have cars to just like store grocery bags in. And often when people go shopping in the drugstore or the grocery store, it's a last minute purchase on your way home from wherever you were, right? So I do have my purse. I have my phone, you know, But what I don't have is a plethora of reusable bags with me at all times. So what happens is when I go shopping and I am going to check out, I have to look the cashier dead in the eye when she asks if I need a bag and I have to face her and the entire line who all somehow remember to bring their reusable shopping bags And I have to say, when she says, do you need a bag? I have to look at her with shame and say, yes, I need a bag. Hi, my name is Jenna and I am ruining the environment. And the line is like, hi, Jenna. That's what it feels like. And I I care about the environment. That's the thing. I actually do care about the environment, but I am not a bag lady. I am not walking around with shopping carts and bags at all times. I I don't know how people are organized enough to do such a thing, but I'm impressed and I want to be that person. I've actually gotten better at carrying a lot of things home without a bag. I'm like a carny now. I could be a, a circus sideshow act, what I've been able to pull off, what I have been able to carry sans bag. I now look, I will look down at the belt as I'm checking out and I'll be like, okay, a container of almond milk, two mangoes, one shampoo, a head of broccoli and a box of pasta. I think I I got it. I got it. It's become like Candy Crush or Tetris. Like I, I figure out how to carry this stuff home. And then as I'm walking home, I'm like, now everyone on the street can assess a couple things about me. I don't eat dairy. I am using shampoo that has sulfates. Sorry, I need to get back to organic shampoo. And they know what I'm having for dinner. It's awkward. I feel awkward. I also sometimes feel like a robber because there's no proof that I bought this in a store. It looks like I ran in, grabbed the stuff and just shoplifted. But I have now become a juggler of sorts, strictly to save face and not be the environment ruiner online at the market. In fact, I think when this podcast is over, I am going to Google YouTube videos on juggling so I can add some more stuff and make it past carrying seven items home. You guys, I just realized this is also not only an intro of a social observation, but this is also kind of a don't hate me. Don't hate me for ruining the environment. I'm not ruining the environment. Please don't write to me and tell me I ruin the environment. I friggin' love the environment and I want to make sure it's good for my son and my son's children. And okay, if anyone has tips and tricks of how to walk around with a, a bag, a reusable bag at all times, please let me know. Anyway, this week, I think the intro and the don't hate me are, are one and the same. So let's get to today's episode. 
Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Guys, before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to quickly mention that we are still doing a giveaway. We are picking the winner of the giveaway on October 6th. To enter, you need to share something about social studies on your social and you need to leave a review on Apple. Screenshot both and DM them to me and you will be entered to win. Winners will be picked on the 6th. Please remember to follow me on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley, and you can follow the podcast at Official Social Studies. Thank you so much for all of you who have been leaving reviews and writing to me. You guys, I swear to you, that is the lifeblood of a podcaster. That's what keeps us going, knowing that people are listening, knowing that people are connecting with it, knowing that people enjoy it. I love our little social studies community. We have to actually come up with a name for it. So if any of you guys have ideas, please send it to me. Um, Thanks again. Also, for those of you who voted on the merch, it was a tie between Sloth Hovel merch and Don't Hate Me merch. LL, you guys, we're going to talk about this in depth, but he wanted the merch to be LL merch. And I asked him like, did he want like a picture of himself on it? And he said a caricature. So we're going to talk about that in depth. That was his vote. He wanted LL merch. But seriously, guys, um, write to me. Let me know if you didn't vote which merch you want. Do you want you guys? Do you want Don't Hate Me? Or do you want Sloth Hovel for the first set? Um, Let me know. Guys, since my get involved has been so water heavy lately, there's been so many things about drinking more water. I decided to do one on a beauty tip. Men, look away for a second. Um, Amber Katz, who was on my podcast, turned me on to this, but Lashify Lashes. Okay, this is not sponsored. But if you want to wear fake eyelashes like either daily or for an event, I can't get lash extensions because I'm wildly allergic. These go on once you teach yourself. It's super easy and you wear them to an event and it looks like pro lashes and they stay on for days. I don't know what's in that glue, but they're amazing. So that's my hot tip for get involved. Try it out. Again, not sponsored. But anyway, without any further ado, I'm going to introduce my guests today. I know you will love them. They're a riot. Let's meet them. Guys, I am so excited. Today I have on my show two sisters with an amazing podcast, The Pop Apologists, Lauren and Chandler Bledsoe. Welcome to Social Studies. Thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having us on. Oh my gosh. First of all, tell us what pop apologists are. Tell us what that means to you. I love Chandler. I don't think anyone's actually asked us that, which is fantastic. We finally have a a time to explain the name. Basically, a pop apologist is someone who loves pop culture unapologetically, essentially. And instead of, you know, instead of kind of like hiding their passion or their interest in celebrity gossip, it's someone who, you know, explains why an interest in pop culture is actually um, like a virtue, essentially. Absolutely. You're unabashed about caring about, you know, the most important things in life, like celebrity gossip, pop culture, all things Kardashian, whoever it may be. I get it. I'm definitely a pop culture lover 
an aficionado, if I do say so myself. I like nothing but trash. So I'm I'm right up there with you guys. <laughs> We're just going to quickly have to mention the elephant in the room. Yes. So I get an email from your network that you guys want to appear on social studies, be guests on social studies. And I'm reading the profile and it says you guys live in Puerto Rico. And I... So I have talked about my ex-husband a lot on this podcast. We actually are very amical. We quarantined together for like the first five months of quarantine. He works down in Puerto Rico. He's in real estate. And it turns out, so I'm thinking, oh God, like these girls are, are you know, moved to Puerto Rico. And I know a lot about <laughs> Puerto Rico. So that's going to be interesting having them on my podcast. My dog is also from Puerto Rico, who I rescued from the Sado Project. I don't know if you know the Sado uh. Project. But um, Puerto Rico is a very big part of my my life. And so I go to look at your Instagram and I see you following Georgia and Georgia's following you. You guys, Georgia is my ex-husband's assistant. Hi, Georgia. Um, <laughs> love Georgia. Love she Georgia. doesn't love me. By the way, Georgia, love Georgia also knows everything about pop culture because I was in it with her for Bama Rush. We were like going in. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I say to Georgia, who are these people? Like, she's like, there are tenants. So anyway, my ex-husband is your landlord. Is he still, did you move? Was there some moving? So, okay. So Chandler lives in New York. I live in Puerto Rico with my fiance. And so, so, so Chandler, so Dave, are we, do we use his first name or no? say his first name, yeah. Okay. So David is... It's not Chandler. He, just so you know, it's so funny because he has no social media. He hates anything like public or social media. And so his nightmare is that we're having this conversation, but he knows, he knows. I do this segment, Divorces Forever on my Instagram. You could see it in the Which is hilarious. Oh, you saw it. it. Oh, it just clicked obsessed. for me that there was this connection when I was stalking you and looking at your highlight. Yeah, that's your landlord. He's the so star good. of Divorces Forever. <laughs> well, okay. he's a very mysterious figure, okay? <laughs> so I will is. say. He is. But he's kind of like famous a little bit, at least in my mind in Puerto Rico, because <laughs> he is like the only, he's like basically has all these really stylish, chic apartments. And so like... Basically, I feel like he's a very well-known, um, you know, person in real estate in Puerto Rico, but he doesn't like, I don't know. He's just an interesting and figure. he's so low-key. Like he he's looks- so low-key. You would never think it if you met him on the street. He, we were touring colleges with our son and he went on the college tour and I wanted to die. He was wearing like his best friend's <laughs> son's lacrosse shorts. <laughs> No, this is what he wore. Best friend's son's lacrosse shorts and a button down shirt. Like a, like there's no rhyme or reason. Like I look at him sometimes and I'm just like, God bless. Like he does not give a fuck. Like a fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, no, it's so funny because when we first, so... There, I'm going to tell a little backstory. So okay. I like fell in love with this apartment, right? And I <laughs> I had to have it. Like Kagan, my fiance, wanted to move to Puerto Rico and I was a little trepidatious about moving there. So I kind of told him, well, if I'm moving there, like I need like a fabulous apartment. You know, that's like my requirement. And so we found this one. It was a little like above our budget that we wanted to spend. But um, and it was just funny because... Uh, like we just both fell in love with it and I finally got Kagan to do it. And so, um, but Kagan is like kind of fancies himself like a hardcore negotiator, you know, like he, so he was kind of like trying to like lowball David for this apartment, which was just so stupid. So we meet David and 
And it is like, it's not who you think you're going to meet as like the real estate investor who like owns all these properties or whatever. Like it's definitely not. You think like, oh, is this the guy they hired to like paint one of their rooms randomly from Craigslist? Like that's, that's how this guy, this has got to be him. This that's is not amazing. the owner, that's you know? <laughs> that's so perfect. Well, I was just so, when, so when that happened and they're like, her ex-husband your landlord, I was like, this hooded figure I know nothing about who's so mysterious to me. What? Now I have some context for his life. I totally binged your stories. I was like so intrigued. That is so funny because there is such mystery. And often I don't put like, sometimes I'll get to sneak his face in the stories, but I leave it off because he is so anti any sort of social media. And then he has me who's like totally out there. His nightmare. He's supportive of it. But, and he kind of gets in on the divorces forever joke, but it has to be like no face showing. And sometimes I'll sneak the face in and he doesn't know because yeah, he's not he has on. no social media. <laughs> My favorite divorces forever slide was when you like, you came out of the airport and you're like, this is the reception I get, which is like, get in, we gotta go. <laughs> Because when I was on the plane, it was like, it was Christmas time. I remember I was flying down to Puerto Rico. I was like, you know, can you make a sign? And can you like, do all these things? Because it's Christmas Eve I was flying in. <laughs> yeah. And I just wanted the Love Actually like airport scene. Like even Absolutely. though we're divorced, like I wanted to show up to Christmas and have a whole thing. Yeah, know? absolutely. Of course. And I come out, it's three in the morning. He's like, I'm like, hi, where's my side? He's like, get in, get in the back. <laughs> I think he told me to get in the back of the car. He's like, get um, in, we gotta go. <laughs> always, by the way. Like if you ever spend time with him, nobody is on the move the way he's on the move. And he's usually walking like four blocks ahead of everybody that he's with. Hi guys, my name is Sarah Nicole and I am the host of the Papaya Podcast, where each week we dish out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom all through candid conversations in a very real and tangible way. I want everyone to know that they're not alone and that we share in these experiences called life. And sometimes when we get to know somebody else's story, it changes ours a little bit as well. So I want you to tune in with us on Mondays. Subscribe, rate and review it and keep these conversations going with us. You can tune in behind the scenes at the Papaya Podcast and the Birds Papaya on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. You know, I was doing a little research on you guys before you came on the show and I am literally obsessed with the title of your latest episode. Never trust a, ma a man with Pinterest. <laughs> yes, yes. These are words to live by. Please get okay. it, them tattooed I am across so your arm or something. Because in all of the, the social observations, we have yet to touch on Pinterest. So we're going to go in right now on Pinterest. And I am obsessed that the... Okay, so guys, the title is Never Trust a Man with Pinterest. That is so accurate. Can you expand on it, please? Well, lucky for uh, you and for us, Lauren and I have a lot of bad dating history. We've dated a lot of bleak characters. So this title is, is somewhat inspired, unfortunately, by the Gabby Pietro case. I don't know if mm. you've been following that. I have, but I don't know. There was a Pinterest element. Yeah, so Brian, the suspect at large, um, has a, had a lot of Pinterest boards for their life and like that he, that where he had like inspo for their life, for their home life. I even want to say for like their babies or just he had a lot of dreams that were all pinned. 
he was very active on Pinterest. And I actually dated someone who had a Pinterest board of fashion inspiration he thought he had for me. (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. He had a Pinterest board of fashion inspiration that he wanted you to wear? Yes, that he wanted me to scroll through and be inspired by. (laughs) Um, I am dead because I have a, not to, I'm sorry to cut you off. I have a friend who was dating a guy who would send her things from Pinterest that he wanted her to wear. And I was like, is this not enough for you as right. like a red flag? At, at the, in the moment, I kind of like twisted it in my head. And I was like, this is a sweet gesture. Look at this time he's spending on me. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know, in, in retrospect, I'm like, what the hell? This was literally, A, I didn't think that he had particularly great fashion. And B, don't try to tell me how to dress. And the fashion wasn't even great. It was like boho chic, which is like kind of like boring to me. And it's also so contrived, that whole boho, like too much. But like, I don't mind a boho look. I I like a boho look once in a while. But it can't be your whole look because it looks phony and it's try hard. Like it's not your Uh lifestyle. Unless it is. That's a different story. Right. Throw a hoodie on and like just... He was the type of guy who I, I knew he wanted me to wear like a knee high boot and a hat. Like every look could be completed with those bookends. Like, so bad. <laughs> you don't I'm never know my... wear a hat. I, it's not my look. Hats are the worst. <laughs> I the get worst. secondhand embarrassment from yes. hats. Yes. Like literally I've, Lauren and I have both gone through phases where we've been, we've been like, you know, at Nordstrom rack or whatever and put on a hat, probably more like brass plum. And we look at each other and it's like, who are you? I don't even recognize you. Like, well, who are you trying to be? I also want to say that I find the bohemian look to be just really disgusting. And I think that we should all (laughs) honestly, like, I think we're done with tassels. I think we're done with fedoras. No reason why you should have a tassel dress on and a fedora. Like there's just, that's not good for civilization. It's not good for our society. It's not good for our children. And that's what I believe. Wait, what is a tassel dress? Do you mean, do you mean like fringe? Yeah, fringe, fringe. Oh, yeah. Enough, enough macrame. It's oh, over. It's macrame, over. no way. Put it to bed. No way on macrame. What's that other, like, um, there's a, I like, oh, there's a lace. I can't think of what kind of lace it is, but it makes me dry heave. We grew up in a, like a surf town. Everything looked like beachwear, even mm-hmm. night right. like beachwear. So I think Lauren and I have a very strong aversion to the boho look because of Yeah, that. like I've seen enough Republicans in billabong kimonos <laughs> to like really, you know, I've had my fill. That is, oh, kimonos are another <laughs> hard no for oh, me. Oh, no, no. No, no, dusters. Nope. So anti-duster. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, okay. So anyway, he's sending you these looks. Yeah. He shared the board with me and then he continued to, to pin things throughout our relationship. And I, I, I basically flat out ignored it. My <laughs> vagina would turn to ash if oh. I were dating a guy and he made a Pinterest board of looks for me. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Or if he even knew how to use Pinterest, I might. That's, that's the hard line I take. Yeah. Just to cut in really quick. I just think that I prefer men who have either thrown themselves on the gears of industry. Okay. And they are working toward like serious financial goals or they are encountering the natural world and conquering it. You know, like those are my preferred activities for like men that I want to, you know, have sex with, if I'm going to put it bluntly. (laughs) I do not want you repinning like your, your dream life. I do not need you. Yeah. Like 
you know, secreting your like next aesthetic or vibe on I Pinterest. Am dead. I, think, I am dead. I think also what Lauren is driving at is that I don't want a man with that much free time. I, Correct. Like, I clearly Correct. Not working hard enough. Yeah, exactly. Wait a second. Okay. I have so much to say here because first of all, people, I don't understand how Pinterest, because here's what frustrates me about it. You like see something like you do a Google search of something that you want, right? Like you're looking to buy. And then mm-hmm. there it is, a Pinterest link. But so often it doesn't even say where it comes from, who made Correct. it. And I'm like, what? This is just basically, like you said, it's like one big manifest. Is it a manifestation? Is it? And then here's the other thing, guys, lean in because I'm going to tell you a little stock. Oh my gosh, about can't wait. If you're like, Googling a guy and trying to get some information, you can always see who has invited him to view their Pinterest. Like if you go see the boards they subscribe to, it's usually a girl they dated that wants to redecorate their apartment or it's like, like something like that. It's, it's, it's amazing. That's my little hot tip for all the girls listening. Guys, I mean, you could stalk the girls that you like on Pinterest and see what they're doing. Or you could just delete your Pinterest. Or you could delete your Pinterest. (laughs) I tried to use Pinterest. Like I tried when it came out because people were like, oh, it's so, I'm like, this is not that Pinteresting. Like, I don't, like, I don't find this Pinteresting. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. It's not my it's not my thing. Like I try, I've tried to get into it, I, and I've tried to become like someone who pins, but for some reason it just never caught on with me, and it just always felt cheesy. Like the pictures are so most of the pictures mm-hmm. are so incredibly contrived, and they're like all from like you know like C level or B level like photo shoots, and it's just I don't know. It's not it's not my thing. Um, can I, I give some? I'll just say really quick. I think that if you're recreating a look off of Pinterest, nothing about it is original. And so I would just then like to stay as far away from that as possible. I'd rather dream up something that maybe looks worse than copy a look completely from like, you know, a a sepia tone Pinterest board. I am so with you on that. The other thing is I'm going to give you something else that is a really huge turnoff that I once encountered. I looked up a guy that I went on a date with and he had a inspirational quote board. (gasps) (laughs) I think I I have to throw up. Like that is horrible. Horrible. Yeah. For guys, I think that's like the last ditch. He must have been in a phase of his life where that was the last ditch of hope where he had to turn to quotes on Pinterest. He needs to seek out professional help wherever he is. I still am reeling from the fact that you dated a man who sent you Pinterest looks because I'm still grappling with that fact myself. I'll, I'll tell you that I'm in a happy relationship now, but it, you know, it just, it, it's sh- shaking to me. Wait, can I give you some dating advice to your listeners kind of in this vein? Please, please. Okay. So one of the things that, you know, I highly recommend um, beyond looking at his Pinterest and which board he subscribes to, get, take his phone, go on Instagram and figure out and just look what's on his explore page. That will literally tell you <laughs> everything about him and save you, it could save you months or years of dating someone to figure out who he truly is. I did an episode with my friend, Brian Breaker, who was, uh, he's the, now he's the editor of Brooklyn Magazine, but he was the editor of uh, Ad Age um, and uh, whatever, he's, he's a big editor. And he said that exact thing. He goes, your explore page is the truest representation mm-hmm. of who you are. And I am proud to say that my explore page is all dogs. I also would say, ladies, this goes to the ladies, 
look, if you are interested in a guy and you start following him on Instagram, you want to date him, look if he's following all girls on Instagram. Yes. Is if he's following Instagram models, if like he's following Emily Rada, whatever. Emrata, yeah. I just saw on TikTok that an Emrata follow is like an immediate out. Yes. Yeah. I I literally went through a purge where I unfollowed every man who I follow who followed her. I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I don't need you in my life. If this is the type of woman that you're seeking out, we don't yeah. need to be friends. Like it's a good line in the sand from high school. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, class of 2014. <laughs> oh my God. That's it. Oh, so you really did that. Oh, I really did it. Yeah. I mean, there were like six people where I was like, oh, you're kind of, now you're just kind of a gross guy to me. I'm glad you're on Instagram for porn. Cool. Well, <laughs> there is a thing. Like if I ever like matched with a guy on a dating app or whatever, I will look who he's following. And if it looks sus because it's all girls, I'm like, you're that guy. I, I once found that I was dating this guy and he was following, I mean, I looked through every single person who's following, of course, because there's only like 180 people. So, you know, that's just like a fun afternoon at yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. And I mean, do guys not realize that we know exactly who they're following? I looked through every single person. Let's just say there were a few profiles that all were the same as like, one was Sweet Emma. She was a 23-year-old entrepreneur. <sighs> with a like you know a private link to her feed only fans it wasn't only this was not back this was pre only fans days um i'm aging myself and and that's when i realized you know what if if the guy that you're following or you're dating is is actually following porn stars or you know girls on instagram i don't know that's just a good data point and maybe that's not the guy for you it's not the guy for me that's for sure Vision boards, you know, it's really funny. People talk about manifest manifesting. I, I've done an episode on it. It hasn't aired yet, but I am so obsessed with whether or not this works because I am not a manifester. I am, I am a anxiety ridden Jewish New Yorker. That is the opposite of manifesting. Like my mother, who's the best can think of the worst case scenario Mm -hmm. constantly. When Mm -hmm. I was newly married to David, we went away for the weekend. And this was like before everyone constantly had their phone on, like we'd turn off our cell phones, like what? So, um, but we went away, we didn't tell her. I mean, I, I got married so young. I was literally like 23 when I got married. My mother was calling us all weekend and we had like gone to the Hamptons. We were like at a bed and breakfast. And she, I get home to the city to like 30 messages on our answering machine. This is back when there was an answering machine. She thought we, this is a true story. And, and we weren't, David and I like, didn't used to like fight as married people. Like we weren't like fight people. She thought we got in a fight, killed each other. And oh my that's gosh. why <laughs> she couldn't find us. I was like, stop. of all of anything that could have happened, <laughs> there was a double homicide. Yeah. Double like, homicide. That's what you think of us. Anyway, she, worst case scenario. And I, I feel bad, but I have. I've become that mom a little bit to my son because now I worry about crazy things. The first time he went to a party, this is a true story, everyone. I contemplated hiring an actor, like a guy that was maybe 20 that looked younger to go with him as like his friend. 
but to be his chaperone. Like, it crossed I think that's my a great mind. idea. It crossed I, my mind. This is some IP that you're like sitting on. Like you need to start this service. hundred <laughs> percent. This is like a mil- the next million dollar app. Go on Shark Tank. You, I should, I should. Uh, I just want you to know that Lauren and I suffer from something called doom brain. Which I is have this exact, that. It's the exact same thing. Literally this morning, I'm in line getting Amer- getting an Americano. And I'm just, I'm already, my brain is already starting to think 15 years in the future to when I have kids. Literally, I'm thinking about how am I going to get my kids to wear helmets every day? Because <laughs> I saw a kid pass me on a bike, not wearing a helmet, like an electric bike. Everyone yeah. in our town has them. And I'm like, I'm like, that will never be my kid. Like they'll have to wear a helmet. How will I get them to wear a helmet? I'm just literally cycling through what could happen if my kid has heavy brain trauma. Anyways. Well, that's what you do. I, I turn to my son and I tell him horrific stories about, like we, we went to see Dave Matthews last night. Okay, we We're in the car. We were going to Jones Beach. And I kept turning to him because he's with his best friend. And I'm like, you know, if you try cocaine once, there could be fentanyl cut in and you could just die immediately. Like I've become my mother. Like I, we're driving down the highway. Everyone's calm. And I'll just turn around with, to put the most frightening I mean, my mom literally said to me the week before I went to Coachella for the first time in high school, she said, someone could throw acid in, on your face. <laughs> like this is a real threat apparently to my mom. She, it tears in her eyes. Someone could throw acid on your face. Do we have the same mother? I think we have the same mother. I think we also might be the same person. <laughs> Wait, and so you caught it. You caught Doom Brain from your mom. Absolutely. Yeah. Our entire too. family has it. Every and single daughter. We have, there's five girls in our family and we all have doom we brain. All have it. And my boyfriend literally will now say that he calls it my superpower is that I can bring future sadness into the present. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. I'm literally dying. thinking about somebody like this. It's so dark, but literally thinking about one of my best friends getting like a terminal illness, like, or like, I, I remember thinking once this is so dark, but once my friends like, and I kind of exited like early twenties, I was like, okay, nobody got like early onset schizophrenia. It's so dark. It's so dark. This is, but it's because our mother will just like all of a sudden hit us with like, oh, you know, so-and-so's kid is not doing very well. I'm like, I don't even, or she'll, it's like the, I don't know if you've seen this meme, but it's like the text you get from your mom and it's like, Karen has Lyme disease. And you're like, I don't even know who Karen is. I I can't handle it. Every morning. It's the opposite of like a gratitude journal. Every morning I wake up to a text from my mother with the whole entire family looped in on the text thread of some horrible thing she saw in the news that could happen to you. Whether it's go on your phone and update it because people are breaking in and stealing identities to you need to go get this um, this test to see if you have this in your blood because there could be this kind of pain in your apartment. Every day, it's like instead of an inspirational, like good morning, like meditation, it starts off with some sort of you're one step from death if you don't deal with this <laughs> right now. I remember Lauren was sick one time and she had a bad sore throat and my mom was just like, does your neck hurt? It might be spinal meningitis. Oh, it was always, every illness is always spinal meningitis. Ours was strep that would spread to your brain. I can't even tell you how many times I would call my mom in college. Like I have this weird thing, go to the emergency room. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. What if you have brain cancer? Go to the emergency room. Like I have so many emergency room bills for literally nothing from college. 
First of all, that's amazing. Second of all, my mother not only wants me to go to the doctor for everything, but then if I go to the doctor and the doctor gives me a diagnosis and is like, it's fine. Like you don't need my, like you're fine. She's like, well, maybe you should call your other doctor. I'm like, <laughs> for a no, second no, no. opinion. <laughs> I'm not doctor shopping for my like headache. Like, like I'm okay. Yeah. I do get migraines and it's like, I don't have a brain tumor and I don't need to keep searching until I find someone that's going to tell me I have a brain tumor. <laughs> My mom is just very big on like psychological tricks. Like when we were kids, like she would always be like, like we could never get a bowl out of the microwave because if accidentally we, you know, we, the bowl slipped from our fingers, the hot water, or hot soup could burn our face off. That was the exact, oh, you know, well, phrase she used. Obviously. obviously the burning of the face with the hot water. Like obviously. <laughs> I have a disorder where like, you know, I talked about this on one of my previous podcasts where like, you know, people think they leave the oven on or like they leave their curling iron on. I feel like I didn't shut the door and my dog is roaming free. And it came, I believe, because my mother is so obsessed with my dog and she checks in constantly. She's like, how's Blue? And I'm like, mom, I know you're just checking to make sure that Blue's here and I didn't leave Blue in the street somewhere. Like, Can she, I FaceTime with Blue? Yeah, exactly. She's like, can you send me like a live picture of you guys? Can you live stream Blue? Like that's what she does. And you know what's interesting when I was born, she told me her father used to call every day to make sure that, that she bought me home from the playground, like when I was little. So I guess it's genetic. Um, I'm so bummed that we have to wrap, you guys. I can't believe it. Um, well, you're coming on our podcast, so we're, we, the party's going to continue. Yes. I, I am so excited. You guys, is there anything you want to talk about before you head out? Something to plug? What should people follow? Where can they find you? Stalk you? Should they look at your Pinterest boards? Tell us. <laughs> Well, we would love it if you, if you, you know, liked these, you know, potentially a little, uh, irreverent opinions, come on down to pop apologist podcast. We are wherever podcasts are found or on Instagram, pop apologist, check us out. We'd love to have you listen to our show. Yeah. And guys head on over because I'm going to be on there too, having another party with these lovely ladies. And, um, I had such a good time. Thanks for being here. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.